Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Songs You've Never Heard, and this is a podcast all about the deep cuts that should not have been. We hope today's episode will strike a chord with you and you will do a little bit more diving into today's artist. You know, the weather outside looks frightful, so we're here to make things delightful. <laughs> you didn't go there. With the greatest songs you've never heard, Christmas style, I am Phil Anderson. With me is Chris Cochran. Chris, are you feeling festive? I am festive as all get out. When uh, it comes to this time of the year, I mean, I start playing Christmas music in uh, the day after Halloween. Definitely the day after Halloween. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, we are, well, much And then I go through a week in June, usually, or July. This year I didn't because of COVID and everything else, but June or July I have a week where I do Christmas music, too. So Shelly could listen to Christmas songs all year long. I'm trying to throw her a bone more these days, you mm -hmm. know, like in August, an errant Christmas song. It's usually Let It Snow, which really pisses her off. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's cold outside, things like that. But uh, uh, Thanksgiving night, you can count on. During dinner, my playlist, I, I salt and pepper in Christmas mm, songs mm. and then go heavy towards the end. And that's Christmas the entire month. That also pisses her off because mm. she wants a little less Christmas during December. I'm like all in, oh, all Christmas. Yes. My Christmas playlist has like almost 5,000 songs on it. Yeah, I've got about eight gigs of Christmas music. So. Yeah, good job on that. Uh, Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. Agreed. I, I go all in on it, and yes. I picked up today a bag of Cadbury Mini Eggs Christmas balls. <laughs> well, I'm not having any because I'm working off my COVID-25. Mm, good call, good call. <laughs> so today we are starting... Um, Four straight episodes, or is it three straight episodes? I'm not quite sure. I think it's four. I think it's four. Of Christmas tunes that everyone should have heard. They're that great, but nobody has. That's true. That's very true. So, tell us a little bit about today's song. I can't wait. Well, I am, uh, as you know, a sucker for songs that build. This one does not. This is a very non-traditional Christmas song. Gets in your face um, right away. Yeah, it, it does not do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and it's from an obscure band that I guarantee that like a few people I know have heard of, but that, when I find out they know who this is, I'm surprised that they know who this is. Um, they've been around for the better part of almost 30 years making music. Uh, and uh, today's song is from a Christmas album they did a few years back. I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. But let's start out with one of the greatest songs you've never heard. Just a little while longer before we Baby 
song at the end I waited for the jingle bells mm-hmm. and to hear but they didn't no they didn't and that brings me to my question does every Christmas song have to use the word Christmas does it have to have jingle bells or in this case I I really felt this was a story like an American Christmas story the way she outlined mom's at I mean I could see this at the sink washing dishes swaying slowly singing softly mm-hmm. and and in your notes you had um, soft and low mm-hmm. but they said sweet and low and I thought ooh I need a little sugar <laughs> <laughs> anyway I'm kind of hogged this right here. No, you're fine. This, this is this, your initial first impressions of our... Yeah, I, I hear steel guitar, which I am not a huge fan of steel guitar a lot. Kind of like banjo. I can take it in, in bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. I think you can get, overdo it. But the steel guitar is really a nice touch. Very flavorful. And the piano. You know, I, I, I gravitate to the piano. Right. And I, I'm listening to these little... And there's a chord progression. Uh, I think it was the third line or whatever but they always this progression every time i heard it was fantastic hmm. i loved it and uh you know there was a part on that song last week with uh jason mraz he did a chord change that was out of the blue mm-hmm. i mean it, every time i listen to the song it catches me off guard and this chord progression and i knew it was coming mm-hmm. and it still caught me off guard and i love that so tell me a little bit about this so a couple things about this song this is a band called over the rhine 
They are from Cincinnati, Ohio, and their name refers to a neighborhood in Cincinnati that was uh, very run down and terrible and got gentrified. The band actually formed in 1998, uh, and they are currently a husband and wife team named Linford Detweiler and uh, Karen Bergquist. Uh, and in the Midwest specifically, they're pretty famous. They're one of those bands who a lot of other well-known and very talented musicians look to uh, as the band that they like. So, uh, for example, they've actually opened for Bob Dylan, John Preen, Adrian Ballou, Squeeze, Annie DeFranco, My Morning Jacket, uh, and actually... Annie DeFranco? Annie DeFranco. Wow. And actually toured as adjunct band members of the Cowboy Junkies. Wow. They're actually fairly good friends with John Paul White, too, who you might remember as the male singer in The Civil Wars. And they put on a festival every year. They live on this giant 30-acre farm oh, uh, in the middle of nowhere, and they put on a festival on the farm every year that anybody can go to. Wow. Uh, and how many people do they generally get to these festivals? Couple thousand. Nice. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty big deal. Uh, the album, the song is called "Blood Oranges in the Snow." I had already written it down because I was so confident it was called from just the a, 2014 just release called "Blood Oranges in the Snow." Um, and a couple things that you pointed out that I wanted to tell you why I think this is one of the greatest songs yeah. no one's ever heard. Uh, number one, um, I felt like I wrote down in my notes. This is like standing out in the cold winter night and looking in through someone's window and you can see the, the condensation glow. on the inside right. and the glow. And the, the, just the, the warm glow coming from the inside. Yeah, and it's written in such a way that it's not uh, trite or, or cliche. It's just, I'm going to paint this picture for you without actually saying I'm painting a picture for you. Um, and the thought that they used, like every year as a kid, we'd get those little tiny oranges or at church, we'd mm -hmm. get the big oranges. And no, why has no one ever included that as part of the Christmas tradition? Yeah, but it is. Funny, yeah. And then they wrote a whole song about blood oranges in the snow. So um, I, I'm looking through the, the lyrics. Remember, this is the first time I've heard this song in theory, and it is in reality. But these lyrics are the first time that I've looked at the lyrics of this song. I don't see Christmas anywhere here, mm -mm. but you really get the feeling this is a holiday get-together. Right, right. There's a couple of references in the song, too, that I really, really liked. Uh, number one, I love the fact that she dropped the lines of old hymns into here, and it fit really, really well. Um, and they're not common hymns like Amazing Grace, but they're not super obscure either. Um, I also love the fact uh, that they referenced the song Red Wing. Do you know that song? I don't. It's an old Americana song about uh, a Native American um, girl who falls in love with a Native American warrior and they're like lost love and it's a, it's a really cool song, but I just thought it was such a fascinating reference. I did see the line, Daddy's going to play Red Wing. Yes. Like it's the only song he knows. Like it's the only song he knows. Really, we should be playing every song as if it's the only song we know. But that's such a that. dad thing to do too, right? Yeah. Like that's like the same one you go back to because you know you play it well, so. Exactly. That That's it's a fun song. It and the, really is. The one piece of production on this that I really, like for me, I love the steel guitar a, a lot, especially when it's used in a way that's not um, contrived or like, I'm not trying to make you feel, it's an instrument in here that built that blends in and presents a feeling of melancholy. It but it's, brings and, a feeling of melancholy. It's exactly what it does. Right. It's just right. It just lays there on the table for you to take it all in. And the other production value on this that I really love is the fact that her vibrato matches the tempo perfectly. Isn't that Which great? is so hard to do. 
Yeah, that I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back and listen to it, as the listeners should as well go back and listen to it. You know, um, I, I asked the question, does a Christmas song have to have the jingle bells or Christmas in it or, or something to that effect or Santa or bags and toys and sleigh rides and blah, blah, blah. There's a Christmas song that's played. It's In my book, it's not a Christmas song. It's um, these are a few of my favorite things, or whatever. That song makes me so angry. I want to just, I want, I want to break windows. Yes, um, yes. And every time I hear hear it at Christmas time, I I change it. I'll shut, turn it off, and I think Shelley gets a little upset about that. But that's like no, it makes me so angry. That's not a freaking Christmas song. It is not even close. It's so you have a few favorite things. We all do. Get over it. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Phil, for pointing that out to our listeners. And if that's your favorite Christmas song, then you need to go and get counseling because that's nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> that's exactly right. And you know what? We are offering a, a counseling branch off of this podcast <laughs> about helping you get to listen to really good music. Some would say the greatest songs you've never heard. It's true. It's true. So until next week, and next week I get to bring a Christmas song, and hopefully I can live up to this level. You've set the bar high, my friend. Well, I think I think you can. I believe in you, Phil. Okay. Well, until next week, thank you for joining us today, and go listen to some good music.